This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, as always, Jason Glick. Good uh, evening, Jason Glick. Good yes. Evening. The eve, uh, the the week after you're now in the twilight zone between Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> uh, or as I like to think of it, time between Thanksgiving and my um my two week break from work. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, that wait, sounds awesome. Work, yeah, where I work, it's like, hey, you either use your either use your vacation time or you lose it and get it refunded back to you. Mm, so, I see. Yeah, and I'd much rather have um the time off than just than the extra cash. Exactly. Yep. Especially with all the shit I bought over uh, over Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I'll say yeah. that. Much. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but hey, tonight, you know, it's like we're t- we're not going to our usual um locales of you know somewhere in America and you know somewhere in Japan. We are going all the way to Europe. Oh, Europe. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, Europe has had a thriving um, comic book scene for for years now. I mean, it's like it's like it's like they like stuff they put out there. I mean, like they put out like in small, thin, like forty-eight page volumes, mm-hmm. and like the good stuff, like post popular stuff, like Asterix sells like millions as soon as it as soon as it comes out. And like, and it's always, but it's always also been a place more like you know style over substance, where right. you get like yeah, like real big, real big, like great art, you know, art writing that is you know it's like more about the ideas than you know about the um, characterization, the execution. Mm. But so this is not simply artists or writers from Europe. This is actually stuff that's published in Europe, right? Exactly. And it's trans- brought over here and translated by um like well whoever like whoever the company had available at the time. Gotcha. So this is like Neil Gaiman is from uh, he's from uh Gaiman and he's from uh he's from Britain, which is yeah, Europe, right? Yeah, but he but he does his, most of his writing for American companies like like DC and Marvel. Correct. Yeah, these guys right here I'm about to talk about. They they do their work out out in Europe, and this see, and this series I'm talking about is called the Meta Barons. Oh. Yeah, this is now now some of those of you who haven't haven't heard of this series. It's from created it's from a guy named Alejandro Jodorowsky. He is he he's best known for a creative like a cult series, a lot of series of cult films and other um other comic books. Um, most notably um the Incall. Um, it's that that series um, was originally published by um, by Marvel's Epic imprint back in the back in the late '80s, and it was a lot of people's first for, like first experience like European comics and the art of um, of Jean Girard, also known as um, Mobius. Now, I got the first first few volumes of that a while back because I I started reading the Meta Barons. Now, Meta Barons is um, is a spinoff from the Incall, and it's with art by um, phenomenally talented man named Juan Jimenez. Now, the Meta Barons is basically is basically the background story of a, of a supporting character from the Incall named, of course, the Meta Baron. Now, um, this guy um, he shows up in the, in the Incall and he's described as the greatest warrior, the most skilled mercenary in the entire in the entire universe. And as and as in the edition of um, the Meta Barons that I have, um, Yoroski, um talks about how you know it's like here's this guy who shows up in the middle of my story, um, tries the best um, warrior in the galaxy, you know. Where did this guy come from? Where did he? Ha- how did he develop his skills? How did he become the best? Best there is at what he does, you know, minus the uh, adamantium claws and all that. <laughs> but and so like that's 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 basically the genesis of of the Meta Barons. He wanted to go back and tell the story of this character um, from from the very beginning, from his great grandfather all the way down to this to the character um, who who mur- 
who um, who showed up in the Inkall. Now, the series was originally published in the U.S. Um, ba- um, back in the early early two thousands by the by Humanoids Publishing. They're they're Europe- European outfit who um, got did some had had some small some amount of success over here because they they published a lot of stuff before they teamed up with with DC. Now, the editions they published four volumes of the Meta Barons. Um, before they um, before they merged with DC, and then they started reprinting the existing volumes, and um, and it's like I've got the um, I've got the uh, original Humanoids editions, and then I recently shelled out um, twenty bucks to get the uh, the fourth volume, um, full fourth volume, which which completes the saga recently, and you know it's like this is probably the most I've the most um, highest um, per page cost I've paid to get get comics in recent years, but I'll say it was worth it. Now, Metabaron Saga starts off with the um, story of a guy named Oth- Othon von von Salza. He would, it's like he he was the he's the he he's one of the he was the original he, he was originally like a spa- space space just like a ran like a guy like a guy who um who just like who didn't just like a guy like a standard ruffian who didn't um didn't really. Just like me, he's living as a scoundrel more than anything else. But um, he but he wound up hooking up with this this one with this one clan, the Kastakas, on the on this planet Mar- Marmola. And eventually he he wound up wound up marry, marrying the it's like it's like marrying into the family there and um getting into their getting into the family fortune and then also um survive, then also um having to fight off the um Galactic Empire after they learned the secret of the uh, of the family's um anti gravity. It's like anti-gravity juice there. Now, that that could keep going, but eventually, like a large, but he um, but he eventually um, like kills, like fights off, fights off the Galactic Empire's um bodyguards, and eventually like sets sets him up for sets him up for life. But the problem is, he's he's lost his wife. All he has is, is his son, who is um, who is accidentally killed by himself by by Othon, like after he after some pirates um ran, like, attacked. Attack the world now. From there, he he realizes he's got nothing. He's got nothing left, and so he's got he figures like, well, what am I gonna do? I'm just gonna focus on just like you know developing my skill, my skills as a warrior. And he does this to a fan, fanatical degree. And it's like, and eventually this leads to him like saving the um the hermaphrodite, em, hermaphrodite emperor, the emperor of the universe, becoming um, um being bestowed upon the title of Meta Baron, like greatest warrior in the world, and um. But in the but the thing is like he was castrated long ago, after, like in the like after the pirates attacked his attacked what his um his his home and his son was and he accidentally killed his son, so now he but so then he's um visited by a by a woman a whore priestess the Shabda old, it's like it's ridiculous I know but oh. bear with me it's like he's it's like and she she eventually um she tells him that she can, that that she's she's fallen in love with him she can give him the uh, the son he's always always dreamed of by like fertilizing herself with a drop of his blood, and it's and like it, and things just things are just crazier and crazier from there because this is a series that is not about um, small ideas about like t- about just like showing you about oh this is how these how this warrior clan developed over the years no Yodorowsky um like like shows you like all sorts of like just about crazy concepts like the anti like this anti gravity juice it's like the um it's like the uh, like epic epic space battles um fight um like thousands of ships um like um darkening the skies um one man fighting a 
fighting a legion of leading a legion of troops. Um, like ho- like horses being resurrected, like in this far flung future. It's like like Hermaphrodite, like I said, alien, like alien empresses, like like um bio organic ships. It's like um poet poets who have died thousands of years ago, and they're only their heads live on. People having their heads mm. cut off lived on only as only as cra- only as like um like psycho psycho murderers, like psych psychic kill psychic witch killers who, who have their own cult. I mean, it's like. There's just like so much crazy shit on every page that you just gotta wonder like what was this guy on? I mean, like, does he normally <laughs> does he have to like taste some sort of special substances to create this shit, or does he just normally? But does he wake up one day and think, hey, you know, it's like I'm gonna go write a story. Like in this this day, I think I'm gonna have um have the saga of the have the Meta Barons like I kind of have them face off against some sort of mirror, some sort of um psychic mirror like mirror entity from a, from another galaxy. I mean, it's like it's crazy, and it's like I love. And I love um, Yodorowsky for it, and it's like it's like the thing is like even though he do, he's probably not big on like you know developing this stuff, I mean like there's there are character arcs, there are um, like themes in this series, but a lot of it is, is like it's like there's not he doesn't like dwell on a lot of this stuff. I mean like some of the concepts in here could have could feel like an entire like American comic book series that some guy wanted to develop this like, an idea to of its fullest extent, but no, the man just like. Think just like wants to like throw as much crazy shit as possible on, on the page, and it's, and it works, and it succeeds because he's got an, he's got um um Jimenez um doing the art. I mean, this, there is nothing this guy can't draw. I mean, I look at some of this stuff and I wonder just like how long did it take him to draw? I mean, like I know that European stuff does it operates on a when it's done basis as far as publication goes, mm-hmm. and looking at this stuff, I mean, it is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, like, I talked about all the the crazy um stuff that um that Yudorowsky um draws up, and this guy can um and and Jimenez he just kills on every single page. I mean, there's not a, there's not a page in this vo- in each volume. I, mean, yeah, I know it's hyperbole, hyperbole, but it's like it's like it's ap- it's fantastic stuff. I mean, it's like I wish Myron were here so I could show him this <laughs> stuff because it would I swear to God it would totally flip his lid seeing some of this seeing some of this stuff. Hmm. But it's like, but the but the interesting thing is about as the Metaburns goes on, it's like you realize it's more, it's it's really modern myth making at its best, and like it's because it's because like the, um, I mean the stuff here is so over the top that it's it doesn't it just really, like, it's not even it doesn't even bother to be considered as realism. It's, just, it's basically an epic like story. It's like as epic as like the um the Iliad or it's like or the or the Odyssey. I mean, yeah, I know that's ridiculous too, but I mean when you <laughs> But you you start you look at all this all the crazy stuff that the, that the Meta Barons are supposed to supposed to um to conquer. I mean, like it's it's interesting how the how Yorosi sets up all the character each Meta Baron as having having to overcome the one aspect that he's weakest against. For instance, you had Othon and his um his challenge to overcome his it's like his in, his infertility. You've got his son Agnar who who loses the love of his life and he's forced to confront the universe, universe without her. You got his son Steelhead. Who basically um, has his head cut off by by Agnar at at birth for reasons which I won't go into right now. But yeah, he but he lives because you know he's because his um, mother um, attaches a um, robotic head to his body. But he loses. But he doesn't have any emotions as a result. And now he's got to learn how to how to feel, how to um how to emote, how to not become a merciless killer. It's like I and this is by um finding the um the living head of a thou- of a um of a millenn- of a that, 
Millennium's dead poet. I mean, it's... And then you've got, um, his, like, his, um, his, his, do- his, um, daughter's son, um, who was it, basically his, his, the, the brain of his son implanted in the body of his daughter. <laughs> and how she asked, how she um, becomes so good at killing that she realizes, well, what's there left for me to do? Wait, I have to create life. I have to actually have a kid. And then this kid becomes the, um, the, uh, Meta Baron from, from the Incall. But he's, but all this, but all, all of this, um, like fighting, this death, this killing that the Meta Baron, this Meta Baron tradition has led up to, basically learned him so emotionless and insensitive that he doesn't know, doesn't know how to do anything beyond kill. I mean, he just realizes that, okay, I've reached basically what is an, like an evolutionary dead end for my family. Hmm. And it's it's also interesting to observe how the Metabaran traditions, which like have she have essentially have the um father you know like the um the son killing the father to prove his worth. It's like and the um it's like and the and the um and the mutilation and like the um, mutilation of their of certain body parts. How that 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 originally wasn't you know it's like they weren't like designed as didn't start off as traditions. I mean like they started off the whole um like the whole reason like that. This whole like father killing sundries and started off is because Othon didn't want to die. It's like um, weakened by the um, by this by, by his um, raid into this bioorganic um, ships um, po- like t- um, t- toxic poison underbelly. He wanted his he wanted his son to kill him just so he could um, die as a warrior. And then um, yeah, and well, sorry, lost my train of thought. Here. Easy to get distracted when talking about this series. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the um, but then the mutilation started, which because like Othon was accidentally um castrated by a giant by a laser blast, and then he wanted to um have his son um like cr- test his son's um like resi- like um resilience to pain by crushing his feet, and this eventually developed like traditional body mutilation on the parts of the Metabarons. I mean, it's 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 a great um it, like showing how how um like just like random stuff can be like crystallized into like tradition without. Any understanding of the um, true purpose behind it, and it's also um, made more interesting when when this stuff is, is transcended. Um, once um, once the um, true fate of um, of the Metabaron Steelhead is revealed, and that he is actually finally the four, he actually has to team up with um, with the final with the final Metabaron, um, Nameless, um, in order to save save the galaxy at the very end. As well as Nameless is um, my finally real eventual realization that you know it's like. Yeah, you guys have become the greatest warriors in the galaxy, but look what look what's done to me. I haven't, I can't feel shit, man. It's like you, and then um, then eventually his his um, his, his eventually awakening to what to, to the true joys of life. It's really, it's really, it's really quite quite affecting to see, like to see this guy guy finally realize realize what life has to offer. I mean, yeah, it's like. Bottom line, bottom line is a lot of this stuff is extremely over the top, but it's so far over the top in a way that like it's it just it becomes mythic. It's it it transcends. It's like no, it's like oh, it's not. It's not just it, it transcends transcends ridiculousness to become like it takes itself so seriously that in the end you will probably take take its its extremes seriously as well. I mean, God knows it's like like some of the stuff is probably like um really out there and really. Maybe too weird for a lot of people, but if you can, um, but like I said, if pick, I recommend picking up at least the first volume, um, Othon and Onorata, and give it a shot. If you like, if you like that, then hey, it's like I can tell you, it only gets better and crazier from there out. 
Um, and yeah, each volume is like twenty bucks. But I don't know. It's like I, as I said before, I paid twenty bucks just to get the the pages that I was missing from the last volume. So I think it's worth it. And even though Amazon says says they might be out of stock, they actually came they actually came through with me for, for volume four. So overall, yeah, highly recommended. Not not entirely sure if this is going to be on my ten ten best list, but I can, that list is still a work a work in progress. Hmm. That being said, I have reserved a spot on my ten best list for this what I'm going to talk about next week. Um, the um, conclusion to um, Brian Brian Vaughn and Tony Harris's Ex Machina. I'm talking giving the special preview right now because I just got the volume tonight. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna I'm gonna probably reread the entire series and then read this because you know it's like after um, reading volume nine early this year. Oh man, it's like if this if this doesn't if this isn't the um, best one of the best series I've read read this year, I'm going to go to um, Brian Vaughn's house and kick his ass. <laughs> I'm not going to kick Tony Karras's ass because basically after I, when I've seen of him in real life, he probably kicked my ass. But I think I could probably take Vaughn if I tried. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you have to look forward to in two weeks. I hope to see you there. Right. And like I said, like check check out the Meta Barons. It's cra- right. it's crazy as shit, and it's like. And I, I enjoyed it. All right. We'll catch you next time. See All you right. later. Laters.